0: To speak with you this morning, and I'm here uh, this morning to talk to you about peace within. Now, don't be sitting there anxious. I have factored in the fact that you've had a presentation from other people, a little bit, a little bit. I've factored that in. Remember, biblical peace is more than just the absence of trouble, but it's order, it's safety. It's relational harmony, well-being, completeness, and a sense of being fulfilled in life. Jesus calls us, calls us to be people who are peacemakers here on earth. And Chris, next week, is going to be looking at being peacemakers. But you've heard this morning from uh, Julie, from Malcolm and Laura, of some of the areas that are in our society that are robbing people of Peace, And we as a church are called to help uh, bring them hope, to bring them peace, to bring them uh, future. But Chris is going to look at peacemakers more next week. But one of the things of being caught in addiction or being caught in uh, uh, poverty or being being caught in debt is it robs a sense of peace within you. It can cause fears. It can cause worries. It can cause anxieties for other people in society, and you might identify with this more. Although there are some people that are struggling with that amongst us, but for other people, it's the busyness of life that, that we have in modern society—the constant bombardment of emails, of messages, the fact that you all have to have that, you know, that that fun, happy but yet casual sort of uh, social media bit there. You know, you can be there yelling at the kids, and then all of a sudden, quick photo time you are all happy, and then you put that on social media. And then, of course, there is the obligatory having to like someone else's social uh, media pay, uh, post that they put on there, their happy moment in the chaos. All of this can actually lead to people feeling burnt out, can lead to people feeling stressed. Put on top of that, the fact that we live in a world where there is loads of insecurities all around us, and that we've got the global media at our fingertips in our phones. All of these things can come and rob us of peace. So is peace within something that is not possible in this world, in in modern life? And forget modern life has peace within ever being possible in family life, I, I ask you. I don't, you know, you, is there a, like a 20-year period in your life that you can just rule out having uh, peace within when you've got young children at home? You know, Anna and I were away last weekend, and we went out for a meal together, and we spent an hour and a half having a three-course meal. I mean, it was amazing. I, I've forgotten how peaceful and how pleasurable a meal could be together. It was, it was lovely. I, mean, I could say to Anna, Anna, yes, dear, please, can you pass me the sauce? <laughs> I could take the sauce and put it. It was so simple. It was, it was amazing. You know, this week at home, the level of noise at our dinner table—it was unbelievable. They were all four of them were either talking, humming, or tapping themselves like this. I, mean, I don't know who was supposed to be listening because they were all doing something at the same time. Dad, daddy won't pass me the sauce. Dad, daddy's got more sauce than me. It, uh, chaos. Is peace within something you just forget when? You've got young children. Well, you see, that depends on how you view this, because because of globalization, actually, inner peace is something we often associate more with martial arts films and Buddhism. You know, so, oh, inner peace like that. We wrongly associate it with the absence of things rather than the presence of God. You know, we we think about having to be somewhere quiet, without distraction, without any any noise, where you empty your mind and you harness the power of your environment or the universe or something like that. Even sort of the ascetic uh, way of living of some of the saints of old has given rise to this sort of wrong view that we need to go to this quiet, secluded place where we have got no outside interference at all can I say they're not necessarily helpful or even biblical models of seeing inner peace in the light of the absence of stuff rather than the presence of God. Philippians 4 verse 9 says, God of peace will be with you. And when you put your faith in Jesus, he comes and lives inside of you. Yes, Jesus took time to go out and be alone with his Father in prayer. And we should regularly take times to be alone with God and seek his face together. But Jesus prayed this in John 17, verses 15 to 18. He says, I do not ask that you take them out of the world, but that you keep them from the evil one. They are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. Sanctify them in your truth. Your word is truth. As you have sent me into the world, so I have sent them. Remember, just before he prayed this, Jesus had told his disciples quite plainly in John 16, verse 33. He says, I have said these things to you. That in me you may have peace. In the world you'll have tribulation, but take heart. I have overcome the world. Jesus promises us, as his followers, that we will face trouble, stresses, strains, anxiety, difficulties. There'll be w- wars and rumors of wars. We'll face indirect and direct persecution, all for following him. All these things come our way. Because we live in a fallen world which is consciously and unconsciously hostile and rebellious towards God. But Jesus doesn't pray to take you out of the world into some you know, a nice place. He says, I'm sending you into the world. As Christians, we're called to be in the world, but not of the world That is that the worldly ways are not called to be inside of us. So we're in the world, but the world is not supposed to be in you. The Holy Spirit is supposed to be in you. And the truth of God's word. If we abide in them, then actually through us, God can extend his kingdom to the world around us. That's why Jesus says... In in that John 17 passage, sanctify them in truth. Your word is truth. The truth of God, as we abide in it, that sets us apart for God and that brings us peace. The Spirit of God gives us peace Two, Galatians 5 verse 22 says, A fruit of the Spirit, one of the fruits of the Spirit is peace. He gives you peace. And linking the two together... Paul in Romans eight, verse six says this: "Set your mind, uh, for, sorry, for to set your mind on the flesh is death, but to set your mind on the spirit is life and peace." That's what God has for you when we set our mind on 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 the things of God. The Bible uses the word meditate, and again, that's not. Like some Eastern meditation where you empty empty your mind of ever thinking about anything. What it it means is to think about that truth and think about it over and over again so it really gets into you. And that's good news for those of you that, that any sort of talk about being by yourself and being alone is actually quite a fearful thing for you because of either uh, some mental illness or because of some abuses that you have faced. Actually, being alone is not a peaceful time for you. And whilst I'd encourage you to seek prayer, to seek healing for that, and God can bring healing, but for some, just like scars on the body always remain more sensitive, there are sometimes mental and emotional scars that for whatever reason God doesn't choose to fully heal here and now but he will restore them when he returns so God is not asking you to be alone dwelling on your thoughts he's asking for you to be filled with his thoughts of you and his truth and his spirit within you who brings us life and peace you see for us Trying to find peace within yourself is is a little bit like this. It's a little bit like hoping that the sediment in a muddy puddle will settle down to the ground whilst it's got wildlife running through it still. It's constantly being churned up. And even when things calm down a little bit, it's still no good because the water is dirty and not fit for cleansing. My friends, you need fresh, pure water to flood your soul today, bringing peace and wholeness. And what Rob brought earlier, have that in mind, because Jesus said this Whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers. Of living water. Now he said this about the Spirit. You see, peace is found in the person of Jesus Christ. Ephesians 2, verse 14, tells us that Jesus Himself is our peace. We experience peace within ourselves when we are filled with His Holy Spirit and the truth of His words. Let's remember. Jesus encouraged us in those two verses I read earlier from John 16 and John 17. He encouraged us in that way on the night before he was going to be betrayed himself, going to be taken, brutally treated and killed. He is the Prince of Peace and he can give you peace no matter what situations, no matter what problems, no matter what difficulties come your way in life. So I just want to look, if you've got your Bibles with you, I want to look very briefly at Philippians 4, verses 6 and 7. And I'm going to just read, actually, from the, the end of uh, uh, verse 5. I'll give you a moment to, to look it up if you've got your Bibles with you. If not, just, just listen. It's only, only two verses. It says this. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. There's three Brief things I want to pull out of this passage, and they are brief, don't worry. Three brief things I want to pull out of this passage uh, about peace and how to have peace within from what it teaches us here. Firstly, knowledge that the Lord is at hand gives us peace. Knowing the nearness of the Lord in us, with, with us in every situation helps bring peace. Gordon Fee, in his commentary on Philippians, says uh, that Paul is deliberately using language which draws upon the Psalms and the apocalyptic writings to to bring to mind the fact that that God is soon to return and also that God is with us. He's close to us. Knowing that Jesus is going to return and right every wrong gives us peace when we're going through difficult times or when injustices are done that disturb us or affect us in some way. But more than this, knowing that actually Jesus isn't just sitting there oblivious, he is with you in these difficult times, brings even more peace. Matthew 28, verse 20, Jesus says to his disciples and to us through them, Behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. Our peace is in Jesus, and Jesus makes his home in us when we surrender our lives to him. He forgives us of the things we've done wrong when we make him our Lord and put our faith and our trust in him. And when we do that, we get the certain hope that we know that when he returns, we will be with him forever and ever because we've willingly made him the king of our lives here and now. Ralph Martin on his commentary on Philippians says this, It is peace that he gives and gives by virtue of his kingship. The peace of God flows directly from peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, who made that peace by the blood of his cross. My friends, that's how we enter into having peace. This peace, knowing and remembering the Lord is at hand gives us peace. Secondly, prayer helps us maintain our peace. It says, don't be anxious about anything, but in everything, with prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. As part of our culture here at Christchurch, we, we, we say we're a thankful people. That's thankful primarily towards God, but towards other people. Here, Paul encourages us in all situations to be thankful. My friends, the truth is there'll be many things that come your way, even this week maybe, but certainly in Your life. There are many things that come that causes stress, causes us anxiety, causes us difficulties. They're going to come our way. The Bible is not denying that. Paul himself went through many more troubles than you and I ever will go through. Remember actually how the church in Philippi was was planted. Paul and Silas cast out a a, a girl who had a cast out a demon from a, a girl. And, uh, and then they end up getting dragged into court, beaten, put in prison. Uh, and they were there. What did they do? They were there worshipping God in that situation, giving thanks to him. Until God sent an earthquake which opened up the prison. And rather than fleeing for their lives, which would have cost the jailer his life, Paul and Silas valued that man's life and stayed there until he came and gave his life to Jesus, him and all his family. Paul knows difficulty. Look at Jesus himself as an example. Jesus, who was beaten for us and yet said, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they were doing. He, he, was, he didn't revile those who persecuted him uh, uh, at all. He was triumphant in death. He had peace within, even In the trial, but look at him, in both, in all, um, in Matthew, Mark, and Luke's gospels. Just the night before, in prayer, and you will see it says that he was sorrowful and troubled to the point of death. He says that he was in agony of soul, so much so that he was sweat. His sweat turned to be like great drops of blood from him. Jesus was vulnerable before God in prayer, and yet as bold as a lion before other people. Too many of us Christians have it the other way around. We go bold into the living God's presence, and yet we're fearful in front of other people. Jesus committed his way to the Lord so that he had peace, knowing that everything that came his way, God had in control and had a purpose in. My friends, it's good for you and me to be vulnerable before God in prayer. 1 Peter 5 tells us, Cast all your anxieties upon Jesus because he cares for you. So it's not that we don't have anxieties, but it's that we don't live in those anxieties because we give them over to Jesus through prayer. Prayer brings the issues of our life Before the throne of God so that you can leave them there knowing they're in his hands. Prayer helps you maintain your peace. And finally, I told you there were brief points. The peace of God guards our peace. You see, ultimately, peace is a gift from God to his children. 2 Thessalonians 3 verse 16 says... Now may the Lord of all peace give you peace at all times, in every way. The Lord be with you. The Lord's at hand is near you all the time. Isaiah 26, verse 23, sorry, verse 3, uh, says this. You keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on you. Who's meditating on the word of God, because it goes on to say, because he trusts in you. William Hendrickson, and then he said Jimmy Hendrickson, then William, and two very different type of people. William Hendrickson says uh, uh, this, commenting on these verses. One enters uh, v- verses in Philippians, he says, One enters the very presence of God, realizing that nothing is too great for his power. ...to accomplish, nor too small for his love to be concerned about. I'll read that again. One enters the very presence of God, realizing that nothing is too great... ...for his power to accomplish, nor too small for his love to be concerned about. That's true in your life too, this morning. We can find peace even when we go through difficult times... But we don't understand because God is trustworthy. And as we look to him, we can know he is working out his purposes through us as we hold on to him in faith, even in the difficult times. His peace guards our peace and gives us peace in all situations that we face. Do you know that not including the four Gospels in the book of Acts, every single letter in the New Testament, apart from Hebrews, James, and 1 John, starts by giving peace to the people that, it's, um, that, that they're writing to in its, in its introduction. He bestows peace, whoever's writing, on his church. Now, those churches, some of them were undergoing persecution. Some of them were undergoing division. Some of them had drifted into error. Some of them had great immorality issues that needed to be dealt with. Some had doctrinal issues. Some had, uh, were losing their jobs and were uh, having financial issues as well. Sound familiar? Very much like the church of today as well. And yet, all those letters start by saying grace and peace to you, or sometimes grace, mercy, and peace to you in Jesus Christ, our Lord. Because you're in Christ, even in whatever situation you are facing, you can know peace within because of Jesus. Jesus says this, Peace I leave with you, and my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you, let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. The peace that God has himself will guard your peace. And even when we, when we fail, even when we're weak in these situations and don't bring them to God in prayer or don't do our bit, because of the grace of God, which we've just spent a, a series looking at, it's not down to you, it's down to God and his goodness You see, my friends, inner peace is possible in this world, but it doesn't come from within you. Peace is found in the person of Jesus, and we experience it within ourselves as we are filled with His Holy Spirit and as we abide in the Word of God. Amen? Amen. If you're here this morning... And you don't know Jesus. you just come with a friend or something like that. And as I've been speaking, you realize, actually, I know I'm not in a great place with God. And I want to surrender my life to God today. I want to know that peace. I, I want to have that hope of a future, an eternal future with him. Can I just ask everyone to bow their heads, please, and to close their eyes? It's between you and God, God knows what you're thinking right now. He knows everything about you. And if you're here this morning and you're saying, yes, God, I, I, want, I want you, I want to surrender my life to you, I want to know something of this peace within my life that you can give, this f- future hope, then just pray this prayer in your heart along with me now. Heavenly Father, thank you that you love me enough to send Jesus to come and live amongst us And to die on the cross for me. Please forgive me of all the things that I have done, said, and thought that are wrong, that offend you. And through the power of your Spirit, help me to live the rest of my life for you. Please give me that peace that you promise. In all situations, I pray. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 I if you prayed that prayer along with me, please come and see me afterwards. I'd love to talk to you more about that. But I'm going to invite the band to come back up now and to lead us in one last song. But what I would like us to do as we as we uh, uh, stand for this song is if you're here this morning and actually you're struggling with peace within this morning, you're struggling with that. There's things that are taxing you, there's things that are stressing you out. Do you know, it's no weakness. Actually, we all go through times where there's there's more pressures on us. Come and get prayer. Remember, prayer helps maintain our peace. And coming, come up the front up here, up to the front left over here, and there'll be people to pray with you, to pray God's peace on you, to pray his love. On you in that situation. So can I can invite us to stand. I'm just going to pray for us all generally. But if you're here this morning and you know actually you're in a difficult situation or there's things that are really on your mind and yet they're causing you to, to struggle within, then can I encourage you as we sing this first song, just not, not to wait, not to take, take, make a long time, but as soon as the band start playing. Say, right, I'm going to go down there. Don't worry about what other people are doing. Resolve in your mind that actually, yes, I want God to to meet me in this situation and to restore my peace because it's your birthright as one of his children. Father, thank you that you love us. Thank you that you have all of our lives in your hand. Thank you that your word says you know every hair on our head. That's how dear we are to you, Lord Jesus Lord, you know everything about us. And Lord, I just pray by your Spirit that you would just fill us afresh. Lord, thank you that the fruit of your Spirit is peace. Lord God, one of the fruits is peace. And Lord God, I just pray that you would fill your people afresh this morning. Lord God, fill them with your love. Fill them with your acceptance, Lord God. But fill them with your peace as well. Lord God, meet with us, Lord God. And thank you. Lord God, that all this is made possible, possible to us because of your great love for us. So we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.